Shut up and sit down. Hey, and welcome to the Frey MMA podcast, where it doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or a championship fighter. Join us in our discussion about the beautiful sport, which is mixed martial arts. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Frey MMA podcast. Swedish MMA is back with the biggest uh, promotion out of coming, fighting out of Sweden or coming out of Sweden in Superior Challenge, and they have an amazing card coming up. There's already the lined up fight between Tobias Herrera and Adam Westland, which is going to be a bomb burner. Trust me, you don't want to miss that. But they also have David Bale Kearden looking to defend his title against today's guest. Hawkon Foss. Durden is his fight name, so you know he's one to watch. He's a great striker, a great grappler. If you haven't seen his fights in Cage Warriors, where have you been? He has a great fighting style. And a great mentality on life. So here it is. The interview with Håkan. Håkon. Sorry. Dördan Foss. Thank you for joining me Håkan. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing good. Uh, nice to be here. Yeah, You're very welcome. Uh, another frontline guy on, on my podcast. So it should be a yeah. fun one. You had uh, Mostan and Jack on uh, last time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, awesome. first of all, congratulations on the fight news. Uh, the Worldweight Championship, is that correct? The Superior Challenge? Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I wasn't wasn't expecting that fight, uh, but uh, I'm glad I, I got it. Yeah, I guess it's been a bit of a, a bit of a quiet time during this corona time. How, how have you been dealing with the whole coronavirus issues at the moment? Uh, uh, I was at home a lot in the uh, in the beginning uh, when, when the crisis uh, came and the pan- pandemic came, and uh, I just been uh, a lot with my son and uh, training a little a little bit outside and. Not too much uh, MMA in the in the summer, but uh, a lot of strength and condition and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you said your son has an awesome name. At the, uh, from what I've heard, I mean, the Norse mythology yeah. is really going through this podcast. Yeah, his name is Odin. So, Odin Kingfoss, his name. Uh, yeah, that's his name. Uh, that's wicked. Um, yeah. So, coming back to Sweden for 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 your next fight. Um, have you heard if there's going to be any fans in the in the arena, or will it be a quiet arena like the other shows that we've seen? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I asked, but uh, they wasn't sure either. So the, it's all uh, up to the the authority. Uh, but I heard there. Are, I heard uh, it was like TV shows and stuff like that, uh, starting to have fans stuff so i don't know okay so we'll go a bit to the beginning on on your beginnings in your mma journey so how exactly yeah. did you start in mma and and uh were you from front with frontline from the beginning and how was that yeah uh, yeah uh i started uh you, you want to go to the beginning beginning or yeah, go uh, go, go as back as you remember man. all right all right cool <laughs> Uh, I, I started uh, with wrestling when I was uh, like three, four years old. 
that, that was my first time on the wrestling mats. So in a Swedish uh, <coughs> club in uh, Falköping. So my uncle was uh, a national uh, wrestler. He was in uh, the Olympic uh, two times. So he was uh, was the trainer. So I was wrestling to to like I was 15 years old, and then uh, then I had a long break to like when I was eight, 19, and I started Muay Thai uh, in uh, Thailand. And uh, I moved up to Norway, uh, back to Norway again, and then I uh, started with boxing and uh, Thai boxing there. And, uh, and then there were some, some guy that uh, told me, why don't you do MMA, you have wrestling uh, background. So I, I just told him, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, is there any, any place here that has, that has it? So he, he told me, no, but uh, Frontline Academy has uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I went there and starting with the Gi under uh, Theta. And uh, after that, Mossen started to have uh, classes in MMA. So I just jumped, jumped ship and uh, went to his class. Right, that's an awesome story as well. And I've seen your yeah. fighting style live and you could really see your, your Thai boxing and, and jiu-jitsu in there as well. So uh, I, I was really impressed when I, when I watched you last. All right, cool. Where, where did you see it? Um, I think it was the first show in Sweden. Did you fight in Sweden in Cage Warriors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was that one, I think. Okay, cool. Um, and your fighting career as well. This is who's who of great opponents that you've had. Um, what What is the deal with Cage Warriors now? Are you still with them? Is this like a one-off uh, outside of promotion? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I had like a contract. Uh, but when the pan pandemic, fucking hard word, pandemic, <laughs> uh, pandemic yeah, uh, when it uh, came, they, they told me if you get fights out outside the cage wars, you can take the fight, stuff like that. So, um, and I, I think they had, they had like three events now in a row, and uh, it looked like they only had fighters from the UK area. So, but, uh, uh, I don't know what's uh, what's the deal with Cage Warriors right now. Well, I guess it's a smaller trip for you as well to just come to Stockholm to do to do Superior Challenge. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I really love to fight in Sweden. Uh, uh, I have a lot of friends and family in Sweden, so um, it's awesome. And I think the last Superior Challenge, there was a bit of a frontline raiding party there that a lot of frontline fighters, Kenneth Bailey, um, who else was in there? There was a few frontline fighters that came over and dominated in Superior Challenge. Are you looking to continue that role there? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think it was Kent Berry and Martin Hamlet. So they put on a great show. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to a fight there. Uh, I've, I've been wanting to fight there a, a long time because uh, Space Challenge is a, a really great organization. And it's, uh, it has uh, a long history of many good fighters. So it's, 
top quality shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and they also saying that they do have the largest cage in MMA. Uh, so do you think that could play a factor in any kind of game plan, knowing that you do have the space in the cage? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like to I like to move around uh, and. Uh, and David, he, he likes to wrestle uh, a lot, so um, I think it's uh, good for me that the cage is big. Yeah, I was just going to ask you if you knew much about uh, David Bill Caden, who will be your opponent. Uh, so I've seen that you have been doing a bit of game planning there. Yeah, only in my head. I haven't been uh, uh, laying out the game plan uh, with my coaches yet, but... Uh, they they know what uh, what I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna follow that. So, but I, I know a lot about uh, David. Uh, <clears throat> I started to. I, I think I started. Yeah, I started MMA uh, pro, pro MMA when, uh, 2012, and uh, that's the year I think he was in the UFC. So I was just following uh, him then when he was in the UFC. So it's uh, uh, it's it's, uh, it's kind of crazy I'm fighting him now. So you feel like it's a great opportunity to fight a UFC veteran in in, in Superior Challenge? Of course. Uh, I only like want to fight big names in this game. Yeah, and I've seen as well that in the way that you fight, you are like a prize fighter. You can see that you're fighting for the fans and you want to put on a show. So I'm sure it will be unmissable, uh, an unmissable fight at Superior. Yeah, I really hope uh, we can bang it out. <laughs> so I, I like I like it when uh, the fight gets uh, like really chao- chaotic. So. But do you feel like if there won't be any fans that, uh, you know, you will miss the cheering and, you know, the excitement of the fans when it does become chaotic like that? Or have you prepared mentally to, to get through that? Uh, I've been, I've been like, uh, wrestling a lot of uh, in tournaments and stuff like that. And it's not like a lot of fans uh, there. So it's, it doesn't bother me. And uh, one of my first fights was in... Uh, uh, in a gym's uh, hall, uh, twelve o'clock in the noon, and uh, <laughs> no fans, just me and him. So I, I like it when it's quiet too. It, it doesn't matter if the fans are there or not. So you spoke a bit about your background, saying about you were wrestled and then went to Muay Thai and things like that. What would you say to people that are just starting up? Would be the best combination of, of of fighting styles to mix together or would it be to go straight into mma classes now that they are available yeah if you have a really good mma coach uh then you should do that but if you have like uh, a bad mma coach or, or not bad but you know uh not well-rounded uh then you should uh, like i think you should uh get your basics in uh, in wrestling and uh, in grappling first and uh, <clears throat> and uh, maybe like don't do like pure muay thai because uh, because of the the movement is not not quite the same pace uh, pace that uh, mma is so 
yeah, I think maybe kickboxing is good for MMA too. Mm-hmm. So something to have a good stand to be able to wrestle out of it as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, so you see a lot of guys that come come from Muay Thai. They are very on the back foot uh, and they, they don't have head movements and stuff like that. So so if you have some uh, fighting uh, like kickboxing, you have a more movement. So, so in the podcast uh, previously with Jack and Mosin, they spoke about this hotel fighting championship that they said that, that you have been a part of as well. <laughs> uh, so I guess yeah. during this camp, you will be the one that can just watch the others fight and, and, and sit back and, and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I hope, hopefully I can get the, the, both of those guys with me in the corner. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but, uh, uh, but Jack, the, the problem is Jack have a fight one week later with Darren Till. So I think he is, uh, he is, uh, he can't be touched, touched before that fight. So I need, uh, I need Muslim to find someone else to wrestle with. So I'll do the hotel fight. Yeah, you can take, but, take uh, Kenny Burley with you. I've, I've been wanting to see them yeah. two grapple at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and your name was tossed around in the previous, uh, in the previous podcast, Mosen did say that you are the worst uh, fighter in in the hotel grappling championship. So I, I think you got to beat him for that one at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna need to take my revenge. Uh, it's really cocky uh, than when he won uh, last time. Um, I had an injury and stuff like that. So. <laughs> oh, but I, I feel like this kind of. Uh, team playing should i say it is great for for the mental of of the fighters at least i mean of course it really seems like frontline is having fun with with their fighters as well as really building up some beasts in that gym yeah of course we have a lot of fun we sometimes in training we play like ghost ball and uh, joke around a lot and uh, it's all good every day so I'll ask you a similar question, then I asked them, uh, I asked about Jack coming from his loss with Cannoneer uh, and when he went back to the gym, what happened and how he mentally got over that. I can ask you the same thing from your previous losses. What happens when you go back to the gym and what do you do to mentally build yourself up again as a fighter? Mm. First of all, I'm trying to just uh, uh, go through what uh, would happen in fights. Uh, some of them, some of my losses, uh, the recently loss anyways, was, uh, it's hard for me because I wanted to win that fight so bad, uh, but I had a, I had an injury. So, uh, yeah, from the previous fight there and it, it wasn't, uh, properly healed. So that was a really big factor because the injury was in the face. So, uh, so, but, but I was, I was like thinking, uh, I'm, I'm trying to like see what I can do better, uh, trying to look at the tape and, uh, and uh, talk to the guys and see what they think about, uh, what, what went wrong and what, what I should do next time. Uh, sometimes it's really hard <clears throat> to uh, 
to uh, forget a loss, but uh, you, you can't do nothing about it. You just need to uh, keep on uh, moving and uh, focus on the next one. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you got a big one on your next one as well. I mean, a championship fight coming off a loss, but I, yeah. I, I really do think, as I said, looking at your record, you've only fought people that have gone up to the top of cage warriors or gone through to the ufc so you could really see that they are yeah. top-notch uh opponents yeah absolutely uh and, and that's why i'm in this sport as well uh, it's like i don't want to fight uh, nobody's uh it's i need to be tested uh, and i think i'm i can be uh, like uh, a top fighter uh in any organization yeah, especially saying that you went into that fight with an injury, so I guess a hundred percent Hawk on Foss is is one to one to test. Yeah, of course, of course. So we'll speak a bit about your nickname. Uh, I saw on a few websites it says Durden, and on a few websites it says Def. How did that come about, and who who gave <laughs> that to you? Uh, it's uh, it's a. Uh... It's Durden, and it's uh, from uh, from uh, Shalul friends. Uh, when I was younger, uh, they just started calling me. I, I didn't I didn't ask why first, and then uh, I was like, "Why the fuck they were calling me Durden?" And uh, they told me there are a, a TV show in Sweden, uh, and I had like the same posters, uh, the, the one of the character in that uh, show. And I was like, uh, yeah, they saw a similar similarity of me and him. So that's what uh, started it. So quite similar to Jack and, and his Joker kind of nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So teasing Charles, uh, children in the school about the look at the, where are they now kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's like a, children teasing you in the school, but where are they now? And now you've bring the name and used it as yourself kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so looking past, I know it's a bit difficult to look past, but looking past um, Superior Challenge, what would be next for you, and uh, what do you want from your MMA legacy? I just, uh, I just wanna get a good fight, earn a little bit of money, and uh, trying to trying to build up my record. Uh, a uh, little, little more, and try to maybe one day uh, sign with a bigger or organization like uh, Bellator, One FC, and uh, of course UFC. But uh, uh, I'm not looking past David. I, I uh, this is my. It's like a dream come true for me to fight for a belt too. So uh, I'm. Uh, my focus is there right now, but if I, I when I win that uh, fight, I hopefully get an offer from uh, somebody else, or I'm defending the belt. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, and usually around this time, we give the opportunity to our guests to thank any sponsors, any inspiration, any friends or family. So this will be your time to do that now. Yeah, I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank uh, Juicery, uh, Fight Sport, and uh, uh, Pacific Poke, and uh, Grand Barber here at uh, Most There I Live. And uh, I want to thank my, uh, thank you, my fans that are uh, 
cheering me on and uh, pushing me to 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 fight and uh, my teammates, my girlfriend and my son and my family. The biggest screaming fan in the background, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So soon night time. So yeah. So I wish you the best of luck uh, for that fight. Uh, I'll probably see like speak to you soon and the build up of that fight. And uh, I wish you the best. And I'll speak to you soon. I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you.